Welcome to our program. The show must go on. Banters on business. Okay, Big Shot, so what are we talking about today? Work from home experiment. <laughs> what if it works? Uh, here's the deal, right? So people have worked from home before, but not to this extent. So if virtual work at this scale turns out to be feasible, which technologically it is, and economically desirable, which almost certainly it will be, what will some some of the immediate implications be? Now, of course, most people focus on economics, which is fairly obvious. We, we, we know what would happen if 30% of the economy is not functioning. We know what will happen if unemployment is 40%. So we focus a little more on the nuanced psychological aspects of the work from home. So our punchline is really the key question we address is whether effective work from home is simply a clone of effective work in organizational settings or does it entail something else? That is, said differently, are effective work practices really universal regardless? Or is their effectiveness moderated significantly by the method of delivery? In this case, working from home virtually. Uh, okay, so I think what you're saying is society is physically distanced now. Uh, we're all, though, on this journey together because we still need to iron out how do we cooperate in this cyberspace. So in these uh, sets of video and podcasts, we're going to focus on highlighting the psychological intricacies of this transition. The first topic that we're going to talk about in this episode is real teamwork versus virtual teamwork. What's that about? Well, we know teamwork is gradually morphing into virtual teamwork, sort of forced immediately into it right now. Virtual teamwork is technologically possible. It's definitely cheaper. And someone could make a point that whether you shower before coming to work is really less consequential. Ha ha, smarty pants. <laughs> I didn't name names. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> but we all know whom you had in mind. Go but, ahead. So as we've been reading this current business press that's coming out, really too much ink is being spilled on pointing to the obvious obstacles aligning different software platforms, managing time zones, discussing virtual dress codes. Much less is, is I mean, like on, on the one hand, yeah, no kidding. Why didn't we think of that, you know, align the software platforms. But much less is clear whether the aspects of virtual teamwork will be as effective as those of in-person teamwork. So let me give you some examples. Sure. For example, will the cognitive aspect be of the same quality? Like tossing ideas around in the virtual space. Would they be of the same quality as they would be if you were in person, face-to-face, vis-a-vis discussing this and that in the real time? Right, or the emotional aspect. So think about empathy that you might show for someone in person. How now can you show on-screen empathy for your teammates who might be struggling. Yeah, I'm sure that would work. How about motivational? You know, electronically building a spree de corps. Imagine Marines like, whoo-hoo, here's a spree de corps. 
on screen, online. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that will translate or not. Well, just as important is the social aspect too, right? How do we support each other over a microphone and webcam in the same way that we no, can No, no, watch this. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, go but for it. How about effects of quick wit? You know, you quit with it. I mean, usually that's pretty, people like that or occasional sarcasm, good manners, affable personality. Flirting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously plunging cleavages. Who knows what the implication of that is. But I do know one thing. I really don't believe that a love can be downloaded. So, so much, you know, so much on that aspect. Um, so... Now, yeah, go ahead. Go well, ahead. so this gets to this idea of is there a digital social decorum that uh, we need to be following? It, yeah, yeah. There are different ethics during in-person work versus virtual, right? Are there significant differences in preferences, right? Or how do we measure that? So how do we measure virtual disharmony? I mean, yeah. I mean, one conclusion is is certain. It's certainly harder to read body language, emotional cues, and other nonverbal information virtually compared to when you're in the same room with your teammates. We have no answers. But to call everyone to go out and get more data. Said differently, don't take the purveyors of virtual teamwork at work all that seriously if they proclaim to have empirical answers to the above questions, they might have countries and they'll certainly relabel them as actionable strategies or proven tactics to succeed. But there is actually very little solid evidence in these aspects of virtual teamwork. So it's safe to say that virtual teamwork is a present day necessity, but I think we need to loosen, if not completely reset our expectations. In other words, don't get despondent if you find that it's not as effective as real teamwork. You see, that's the key. Now, of course, we always want to go after data, but what if we don't have data like now? So, you know, we got to go back to some deeper wisdom. I mean, wherever you draw your deeper wisdom, whether that's the big books or, or psychologists or philosophers, as, as um, Carl Jung was saying, you know, we got to look for some, some archetypes out there. So one of the better ones that I always liked quite a bit because this has to do basically with trust. How do you know you trust people online virtually? So Hemingway had a great advice. I mean, the best way to find out if you can trust somebody is to trust them. So I think if we were to summarize, we'd say, don't go for the obvious, right? We need to look at what are the tacit questions out there. How is virtual teamwork gonna affect the cognitive, the emotional, the motivational, and the social aspects that maybe just cannot be replicated in cyberspace in the same way they can in the organizational setting? And it's frankly, I think all those are more important than, yeah, align software platforms. Well, we'll do that, and then what? Where do we go from there? So the more we talk about these nuanced psychological aspects, the better, I think. Okay, so if we were to boil this all down to a few points, what would you tell our listeners? What do you need to know before we go? Don't get inundated with obvious. I mean, we need hardware, software, platforms. Yeah, techies will figure that out. Oh, people get up at different time zones. Do we really ever need to write that in an email to remind everyone? It's just what it is. There's nothing we can do about it right now if you're going to go synchronous. Dress codes and all that, it's, it's, it's all trivial questions. But the really more important ones is the, this interpersonal rapport 
the people will have. I think it's important to know cognitively, will the quality of ideas be the same? I don't know. We have questions to that, uh, answers to that. Emotional empathy is important. I mean, it's evolutionary. It's everywhere. Can you do that on screen to struggling teammates? I don't know. Maybe. Motivational. Yeah, build this pre core Somehow electronically, send an email. It's going to work. Social support. We all know it's important. But can you do that over the microphone? No, of course we can't do it. The real question is, will that be effective? And we're just not quite sure. We're just not quite sure. So what we're saying is, first, let's not waste time on the obvious that we can assume needs to be figured out. Second, be careful if the purveyors of virtual teamwork who are trying to make a quick buck, which is just fine, are telling you how they have actionable strategies. No, they don't. The data is really not as overwhelming. There's very little of it on all of these aspects of virtual teamwork. However, we know virtual teamwork is coming. So the last point is how do we bridge it until we get more data? Well, go to some deeper wisdom. You know, see if there are some archetypes that you can use. And if you really think about it, one, one of the big problems with this virtual stuff is you're really not there. You cannot see all the time what others are doing. So it comes down to trust almost inevitably, more than before. So yeah, for the beginning, until we get more evidence, try to follow Hemingway's advice. If you want to know if you can trust someone, well, trust them first. And then give them a shot to give you evidence to distrust them. But until now, let's just focus on more nuanced aspect of virtual teamwork. Mm -hmm.